My name is Andy Black. Thank you for choosing to listen to today's health update so the truth can set you free. This is the fastest 30 minutes on the radio covering health, freedoms, and faith. Remember, just because you see it on television doesn't mean it's true. Just because the news reports it doesn't mean it's true. The deep state's goal is to cause so much fear that we will gladly and without resistance give up our freedoms in the name of the common good. Beware, communism always stresses it's for the common good. 2024 is the year that we must be diligent, informed, active in our republic, and prepared to defend our nation and our freedoms. And that is why we recommend everyone listen to today's health update. Yes, we tell the truth about the health of our society, but we also tell the truth concerning the spiritual health of our nation, so you will know what is coming and how to respond. So now, listen to the fastest 30 minutes on the radio with Roy Williams. You will be glad you did. Well, hello everyone and welcome to today's health update. Of course, I am Roy Williams, the guru of good good health, the superintendent of supplementation, Welcome to 2024. Yes, may it be one of the best years you've ever had. And of course, a lot of that is up to you. Uh, You know, one of the things I try to do on today's health update is keep you informed, of course. Why? So that you can live a better life. And since it is Monday, of course, I'm going to be teaching Monday school. Why? Because I want you to know how to live a better life. That's what Proverbs guarantees us. Uh, You know, so many people resist God's Word, and that is such a shame, because I've gone through it many, many times. I've studied it my whole life, Uh, and I'm going to tell you something. I can find no flaws in it. I can find nothing wrong with it. Now, I used to be young and full of myself and think that, oh, that's just going to restrict me from having fun. In reality, uh, what I thought was fun wasn't fun, and when I realized what was truly important in life, it was in the Word of God. So I teach the Word of God. I teach it chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And right now I'm breaking down the book of Proverbs. Uh, Why? Because that's where wisdom comes from. And what better way to start 2024 than with more wisdom? Uh, You know, if you'll study that book, the book of Proverbs, Solomon wrote most of it, not all of it, uh, but he wrote most of it. Why? Because he was the wisest man that ever lived or ever has lived. Nobody comes close to him. And you know what? Because uh, when God asked him, uh, told him, says, you know, I'm pleased with you. Whatever you desire, I will do for you. And, you know, where most people would have asked for riches or, or, or fame or, or big houses and lots of whatever, uh, or, you know, even to punish their enemies, maybe. But you know what he, he asked for? He says, Lord, I, I ask you to give me wisdom to lead your people. And God was so impressed with Solomon's desire to lead his people uh, and and he he didn't ask for something personal, something for himself. Uh, He says, not only will I grant that wish for you, I'm also going to make you wise and wealthy. And he did live to uh, to be one of the wisest men that ever lived and was with absolutely no question accumulated more wealth than any human had before him or any human has since. Yes, he's even worth more than George Soros. 
Uh, never mind. All right, let's move on. Now, we're going to begin today with Proverbs chapter 23, verse 23. So if you're following along in the King James Version, I'm going to tell you what I do. I simply break each verse down by starting with reading the King James Version. And then I break it down into a more modern English so that it's easier for people to understand. And I am blown away over the years of sharing uh, this information with people, how many of them... Uh, actually respond and say, finally, it, it, it makes sense. And I'm going to give you one uh, example, and this is, uh, for a lot of you listening, a lot you know what I'm going to say, but there's so many new people joining every day, and thank God for that. Uh, but I want you to know, for instance, uh, one of the first things in the book of Proverbs you find out is that, you know, uh, uh, God says that, uh, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I never could figure out why I should fear the Lord. Well, when you break that word down, fear, in the actual Hebrew, it wasn't written fear. It wasn't to scare people. It wasn't so people would be afraid of God. It was to show reverence for or to love God. Now, that makes more sense, uh, to show reverence for the Creator, the one that put all that we know in existence where it is, all the stars in the sky, uh, the sun in its place, the moon in its place, the earth is spinning around the sun, it, uh, the, the, the moon going around the earth. I mean, listen, that was no accident. And he created all humans, all flesh, all animals, all plants, all living things. He put the earth. He tells you in uh, Genesis chapter 1 how he put it all together, and he did it in six days, which was probably 6,000 years, because the day to God is 1,000 years, 1,000 years is a day. Uh, and he put it all together, and it is so impressive that no human can ever come close to doing that. Uh, so when he gave us a book of instructions uh, called the Bible, I think he gave it to us for a reason, and that's so we'd know how to live our lives. Don't you want to have the best year you've ever had? Then let's start with Proverbs chapter 23, verse 23, and learn some real important things that help us to live a better life. Uh, Proverbs 23, 23, King James Version says, Buy the truth, B-U-Y, buy it. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Now let's read that in modern English. Uh, instead of buy, seek the truth. Did you know most information's free? It really is. Now you need to be sure you're getting truthful information, but just seek it and find it. It's there. Wisdom is not expensive. Now you can pay for it, and the ecologies would like for you to pay exorbitant prices for what they call wisdom, but I'm telling you, it's not wisdom. It's information, but it's not necessarily wisdom. I don't, uh, I don't approve of about 90% of what they teach today. Uh, that's personal. You, you make your own decisions on that. But let's read it in modern English. Seek the truth and don't forsake it. It's, you know, don't forsake it. It's valuable. Uh, you know, grab a hold of it, hang on to it. And then it would end that verse by saying the same concerning wisdom and correction and common sense. You see, this said wisdom, instruction, and understanding in verse 23 in the King James Version, but you can change those words uh, the same for, uh, the same concerning wisdom, of course, stays the same, and correction. And correction, that's instruction, believe it or not, that means correction. And common sense, that's what understanding means, having common sense. Well, we don't have enough of that in the world today, do we? All right, verse 24, King James Version says, The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, 
And he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. Now remember, uh, in, the, in, the, in the Bible, uh, when it says him or her, it's, uh, it's especially him, it's not really gender related, okay? So you could read that in modern English would say, the father or founder of the upright, uh, okay, will greatly celebrate. Well, if you do what? If you seek the truth, don't forsake it. Uh, and if you look for wisdom and correction and common sense, that's what it's just an answer to the verse before. Uh, so the founder or the father of the upright, okay, your children, if you're a father, will greatly celebrate. Your father will greatly celebrate if you look for those things, if you dwell on those things, if you look for the truth and you gain wisdom. And then he ends it with this, it would read this way. And the one that brings forth a wise child will rejoice in it. In other words, uh, you raise a child the way you'd have them to go, and when they're old, they will not depart from it. And a father or a mother that does that, believe me, uh, they'll celebrate, they'll rejoice, because they've got a wise child that shows respect and common sense, okay? 25, verse 25, King James, Thy father and thy mother shall be glad. If you do those things, your mother and father will be glad. And she that bear thee shall rejoice. It's kind of a repeat of verse 24, but I would read it this way in modern English. Your parents will be exceedingly glad, and the woman who gave birth to you will celebrate. Make your father and mother happy. Uh, gain wisdom. Gain understanding. Gain common sense. Okay? 26. My son, give me thine heart, and let thine eyes observe my ways. Real short verse, but it makes a lot of sense. Read it in modern English. My child, turn your conscience to my teachings. Remember, when it says, give me thine heart, it means your mind. Almost always in the Bible, when it's referring to heart and thinking, it's talking about the brain. Okay, so let me read it again, modern English. My child, turn your conscience to my teachings. In other words, listen to what I'm saying. And let your eyes preserve my way of life. That's what you're supposed to do. If your parents raise you good and raise you right and teach you God's word, uh, preserve that way of life. Carry it on. Pass it to the next generation. 27. For a whore is a deep ditch, and a strange woman is a narrow pit. Now, these are some powerful words. Uh, and you know what? Uh, the Hebrew was very plain in what they spoke, Okay. Let me read it to you in modern English. For an adulterous woman is like a deep trench that can't be filled, and a foreign woman is an uncrossable pit. Now, you know, you could change that to man. An adulterous man is like a deep trench that can't be filled. And a foreign man, that means outside of the, the family, outside of the uh, of the of the church, okay, is an uncrossable pit. They, they just create more harm than good, okay? 28, she hath, I'm sorry, she also lieth as for prey, okay, and increaseth the transgressors among men. Talking about an adulterous person, okay? So let's read it in modern English. A sexually immoral person will ambush like a bandit and add up, uh, listen, I'm sorry, and add to the unfaithful among the people. You don't need to be involved with people who can't keep their word. 
when you make a commitment to a person as in marriage uh, and you agree that it will be only her or only him uh, for throughout life, you need to be able to stick to your word. And that way, uh, you know, it'll, it'll go good in your life. 29. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redden of the eyes? I'm sorry, redness of the eyes. You could say it either way. Uh, good questions uh, and things we need to think about. Uh, you know, it's, it's important that we uh, understand the message uh, that's being given here. Uh, let's read that in modern English, okay? Who hath many problems? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has lament? Who has bruising and don't know why? Who has redness, redness of the eyes? I think you're beginning to get the picture here. Uh, we're going to cover it so that we'll make sure uh, that you are getting the picture here, okay? Let's go down to verse 30 so it'll complete. They that tarry long at the wine. Here's the answer to those questions, okay? Who has all these problems? They that tarry long at the wine. They that go to seek mixed wine. Modern English that would read, those who drink too much wine, those who turn to mixed drink. You know, you find somebody that's always uh, got a lot of woes, a lot of troubles, you're going to find out it's probably, uh, they may be drowning themselves in alcohol to try to deal with that. Not the answer, not the answer, not according to the Bible. Don't tarry too long with a strong drink, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to verse 31, okay? Uh, another interesting verse in the great book of Proverbs. 31, look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. Okay, what's he talking about here? I think we're right back to the drink again. Uh, modern English, don't even consider the fermented wine when it is red, when it appears pleasing to the cup, when it goes down so easily. You probably shouldn't mess with that stuff too much. Now, the Bible also tells you a little drink is good for the stomach, a little wine is good for the stomach. All things in moderation. Nowhere in the Bible does it tell you not to drink, although it does indicate you shouldn't be a drunkard. Okay? Uh, those that tarry long at the wine, remember? It's talking about someone who overindulges. And it don't matter if it's drink or food. You need to be careful of those things. Gluttony is gluttony. Okay? 32. King James Version. At the last it biteth like a serpent. What does the strong drink? And stingeth like an adder. In other words, modern English would say, after consuming it bites like a snake and secretes poison like a viper. You don't want none of those things in your life. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't, let, don't let strong drink, don't let wine, don't let those things consume your life, control your life. The answers are not in there. They're called spirits for a reason, and they're not good spirits. All right? 33, King James Version, Thine eyes shall behold strange women. If you drink too much, it's what it's talking about. And thine heart shall utter perverse things. Okay? Modern English, your eyes will desire offensive people. That's really what that means. A strange woman is an offensive person. And your mind will create confusing things. It definitely will confuse you. You drink too much. Trust me, it is not a good thing. 24, I mean 34. 
Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea, or as he that lieth upon the top of a mast. What's it talking about here? Well, if you drink too much, uh, you'll be like you in those waves on a sea that's rolling and tossing you to and fro. And heaven forbid it's so bad that you feel like you're the one at the top of the mast. Can you imagine if that boat sitting on the water is bouncing up and down and going up and down and rocking, rocking back and forth? Imagine what's happening at the end of that mast up on the top of that pole. Modern English, yes, you shall be as one that lays down in the middle of the sea or as one that sleeps on the top of the ship's mast. That's what the strong drink will do for you. 35. They have stricken me, if you drink too much, thou shalt say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When shall I awake? I will seek it yet again. If you ever known a drunkard, you ever known an alcoholic, that's their thinking. Modern English would say this way, They have beaten me, shall you say, and I was not wounded. They beat me, and I didn't even feel it. When will I wake up? I will look for another drink. Ooh, that's someone right there uh, that's gone a little far with the drinking. I think you would agree. Let's go to chapter 24, verse 1. Be thou not envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. You know, I meet people all the time that say, how come it is that that rock star that drunkard in that, he drinks and parties and, and just changes from one uh, sexual encounter to another, and they got money, and they're wealthy, and they're famous. Uh, don't envy that, and don't even desire to be around those people is what it's saying. Modern English would read this way. Don't be jealous of those who are ethically wicked. Don't even desire their company. You know, uh, the Bible teaches us that God is keeping a record of all things, and those people that ignore that are in trouble. It will catch up to them. Verse 2, for their heart studieth destruction, and their lips talk of mischief. Whose does? Uh, those that desire even are envious. Uh, I mean, those that are evil and those that de uh, desire to be with evil people. What's it saying? It's saying that in modern English, for their conscience meditate on ways to ruin, and out of their mouth flows misery. Trust me. Uh, that is not a good way to live. It's not good for them, and it's not good for the people that's around them. Verse 3, through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. Modern English, with wisdom a house can be built, and with skill it is made secure. You know, wisdom goes a long ways. 24, verse 4, chapter 24, verse 4, King James Version. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. You want precious and pleasant riches? Do you want your house rooms to be full of good things? Well, this is telling you how to do it, modern English. And through knowledge, through knowledge, the rooms can be filled with valuable things and charming possessions. Okay? Verse 5. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increaseth strength. English, modern English. One who has reverence, okay, that means love, of the Lord has power. One who obtains understanding grows in their ability to lead. Do you want to get better and better? Do you want to grow stronger and stronger? Do you want to get closer and closer to God? 
Proverbs teaches you how to do that, how to be a strong man or a strong woman, okay? Uh, it's just that simple. Yes, a wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases in strength. It's just a fact. Verse 6, King James Version, For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. Uh, you know, you're going to have a, a war, you're going to be uh, have a conflict with your neighbor, something like that. You better listen to this verse. Uh, before you do that, modern English would say, seek good advice before engaging in battle. And with abundance of determined allies, there is salvation or deliverance. You see, you need to be wise. Be careful before you start a war. Have a lot of wise counsel backing you. Make sure you know the enemy's weaknesses because you know what? With abundance of determined allies, people on your side, there is deliverance, okay? So that's what you do before war. 24, chapter 24, verse 7, Wisdom is too high for a fool. He openeth not his mouth in the gate. Let's read that in modern English. Wisdom is too exalted or lofty for the foolish. He will not speak at the entrance of the city, okay? <laughs> you you got to be careful. The entrance of the city, by the way, is where they had court, okay? It's where all judgments were made. That's where they held court systems. Verse 8, he that deviseth to do evil shall be called a mischievous person, all right? Now think about that. <laughs> he that deviseth to do evil, in other words, you plan to do evil, shall be called a mischievous person. Modern English, those that plot to do wickedness will be labeled mischievous and will not be trusted. That's what mischievous means, by the way, in Hebrew. Nine, the thought of foolishness is sin, and the scorner is an abomination to men. You know, scorner is a little bit of a word that uh, some people don't understand, so let's read it in modern English. Uh, the purposes of evil is iniquity, and the mocker, of God's word is a detestable person, okay? You gotta think about that, okay? Uh, it, it, it turns people against you. It don't turn people to you, it turns people against you. All right, 2410, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. That's pretty easy to understand, but modern English would read it this way. If you become discouraged in the day of distress, your ability is narrow. That's really what small means. In, uh, in Hebrew, that where it was used in that particular text, in that particular sentence, in that particular verse, small means narrow. That's why it's important to, when you're studying God's word, is to know, uh, have the ability, like the Strong's Concordance, to go back and look each word up in, in, the, in the, the Strong's Concordance when you may not know. If it don't seem to make sense in there, it's just because when they were interpreting from the old 1600 English to the 1800 English, uh, the words today don't match the meanings that they did back then. That's all. I'm not changing the Word of God. I guarantee you nothing I've written here changes what God wrote or what God's prophets wrote. And by the way, you can understand Solomon was a prophet, uh, just like David was a prophet. And, uh, you know, sometimes you got to break it down, though, so that the average everyday person uh, can understand it. Verse 11, uh, King James Version, If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death, and those that are ready to be slain, now this is not the end of this, but it's where he ended it in the verses in Proverbs, 
So modern English that would read, if you withhold from rescuing those who are sentenced to death and those that are ready for execution, all right, remember that. Uh, I'm going to read it again because we're going to finish that sentence in, in the next verse. If you withhold from rescuing those who are sentenced to death, you know, in other words, somebody sentenced to death uh, maybe without cause, uh, and, and, you, and you don't help them, or those that are ready for execution, in other words, they've done been lined up for execution, uh, Proverbs 12 would say, uh, t chapter 24, verse, verse 12, King James Version, if thou sayest, behold, we knew it not. I didn't know they had been sentenced. I didn't know they were going to die. Doth not he that, provide, that pondereth the heart consider it, and he that keepeth thy soul doth not he know it, and shall not he render to every man according to his works? It's the answer to that thing, you know, uh, that, that verse before. Always keep the subject going. The subject uh, is someone sentenced to death, maybe even though they're innocent, and they're ready for execution. And, and you know, let me read this verse 12 in modern English. If you say, how could we have known, don't you know that he who directs the thoughts, understands, talking about God, and he who owns your soul, doesn't he know it? And will he, and will not he return to all people according to their works? You can count on that. Our God's always just, he's always fair, and he is, he's gonna always, uh, know, he, he knows what you're thinking. He knows what your plans are. He knows what your heart is. He knows if you're doing it for the right reasons or not. You cannot get away from God. Verse 13, my son, eat thou honey because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste. Let's read that in modern English. My child, eat the honey for it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to the tongue. Now that ties to the next verse. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul when thou hast found it. Then there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. Now I'm going to back up one verse and read modern English from verse 13, and then I'm going to read modern English for 14. See how it flows. My child, eat the honey. It is good. And the honeycomb, which is sweet to the tongue. 14. So will the understanding of wisdom be to yourself who you are. When you really find it, then you'll have prosperity and your hope will not be lost. See how it ties together when you take the subject? Uh, always stick with the subject of the Bible uh, so that you know you're doing the right thing. We're going to end right there and start with verse 15 next week. Uh, it'll be chapter 24, verse 15. Uh, more wisdom coming next week. Thank you for listening to today's health update, especially Monday School, where you can learn the Word of God chapter by chapter, verse by verse. I hope you share it with other people. And remember, uh, the purpose of this show is to let you know the truth. Why? Because the truth will set you free. Jesus said that in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 32. It was true then. It's true today. It'll always be true. And remember, this year, 2024, may the Lord be glorified. Now you know why today's health update is called the fastest 30 minutes on the radio. Making the right decisions becomes so much easier when you know the truth. If you would like to know more about products, call 256-757-0660, visit Herbs and More in Athens or NHC Herb Shop in Killen, or visit our website at www.herbsandmore.com.
www.nhcherbs.com. If you would like to hear our show again or share it with someone, go to Herbs and More Athens' Facebook page and scroll down to Roy's picture. The shows are uploaded daily. Or go to Podbean on your computer or phone and type NHC19. That's NHC19 in the search bar and scroll down to find the title you wish to listen to. This is Andy Black. Thank you again for listening to today's Health Update.